welcome to episode 159. Season 7, episode 5. Of two Mr. P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P. I'm the other Mr. P. Welcome back, guys. We have to start with an apology that there was no episode last week. Um, I had just an absolutely manic week. Um, and unfortunately, we just could not fit or find a time to do a recording. We even tried it remotely. Took us back to those lockdown days. Yeah, so um, it, for the first time in a very long time, like pre-COVID, obviously I still work part-time in my school and, and I'm here, there and everywhere doing the training. And pre-COVID, that would, would be three, four nights away in hotels doing the training. Whereas, obviously, back back after the lockdowns, I've taken stock of a few things. I've realised that you know, working away every night of the week is not uh, is not ideal when your kids are growing up faster than the speed of light, it seems. And, um, and yeah, so what I try and do now is, you know, I might be away a couple of nights and have an, uh, you know, make sure I'm home as much as I possibly can do. But last week was the first time, I reckon, since lockdown where I was away, I think like four mm. out of the five nights of yeah, the week. You, your left arm's looking pretty toned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I, I was in Coventry on the Monday with old, old El Chippador, uh doing a course in Coventry. Then I was down in London, in North London, doing a training day with some schools in Harringay. And it was that night, so it was the Monday night. I got to London, I got to this hotel, and my word was I catfished mm. by this hotel. Now, anyone who doesn't know what catfish means, Adam, over to you. Uh you're saying it like I was a a former catfish in my I can day. imagine I can imagine well I, I suspect people will do the same with I mean, both I of us be, I have to be honest like, people will do the same both of us if you've not been to the tour before I guarantee you're going to rock up to the show and as soon as we come on stage you'll you'll turn to your friend you'll go god the the they're a bit they're a bit rounder in real life I think people will will arguably think I'm better in real life. Oh my God, you're so... No, I do, I, I do. Delusional. I, I, no, genuinely. But I do think that, you know, I'm... I'm, I'm <laughs> where, where? Do you get it for... Right, go on. No, so, listen, I'm I'm happily married to young children, but if I was single, I'd be using pictures from 2007 on my profiles <laughs> <laughs> when I was looking class. Yeah. Um. But no, so catfishing is basically... Pretending to be someone you're not, or pretending to look like something that you're not, or yeah, just basically, yeah, it's catfishing, isn't it? So you're saying like, mm. it's like me basically going on a dating app now and being like, you know, Adam, single, no kids, 25, under 16 stone, which is yeah. untrue. And that's been untrue since 2005. <laughs> yeah, technical, um, clever. <laughs> Always positive, yeah. I'm positive. Oh, talk about clever. Jesus. I listened to that BBC Radio Manchester interview. Oh, don't. I cannot believe. Don't. So, anyway, right, we'll come back to that in a second. Right, so I am I got catfished. <coughs> I never thought it'd happen with inanimate objects. Although, saying that, my wife has got this knack for, for ordering things off Amazon. And then when it comes, it's the, it's like... The size yeah, of yeah. the borrowers. Yeah, yeah. So she bought like a washing basket the other day 
and it came and it couldn't fit one of my tops in. It was tiny. <laughs> she's she's got she's done it with loads. What was the other thing she bought? You've got to look at dimensions on. She doesn't. She never looks at the dimensions. She just orders stuff and it's like for for like kids place. Yeah, b- borrowers. Anyway, so I got got catfish by this hotel. Right, four stars on Booking.com. Looked on the pictures. It looked it looked a decent hotel. Got Honest. there, got there, and it was. I was scared for my life. It was genuinely. It looked dirty. It was just. Oh, it was. It was awful. It was awful. Um, and anyway, it was like a hostel. I've stayed mm. in worse digs, or stayed in better digs on stag do's in Benidorm. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's it was living, a shocker. That's luxury. Benidorm. Yeah, shocker. So anyway, we got there, and so I got the computer set up, and it was going to try and record it remotely. And it was, I mean, I don't even think they had Wi-Fi. It was the, the Wi-Fi there that was that was shoddy. But we did we did try uh, because we know everyone appreciates the weekly apps, but just one of those things, couldn't yeah. do it. But and we're back. We're back and there's, there's lots, of, lots of things to cover. So I'm warning you now, there's some rants on the way. But first, right, we are a week, less than a week away from the first show of the tour. This Sunday, 15th of October... We're doing the first show at the Glee in Glasgow. There are tickets still available. And then the Saturday after is where it's non-stop for like the next two weeks doing shows here, there and everywhere. The Lowry show in Salford is the only one that is absolutely sold out. There's no way you can get tickets for that unless obviously someone decides not to come. I think but, you can. Yeah. Yeah, you can basically. You can still get tickets, get, yeah. but I doubt it. You can still you can still look, but according to the website, sold out. Birmingham show, which at the minute is the biggest show we're doing, that is very close to selling out. Um, so, what's if you, the capacity of Birmingham? Capacity of Birmingham. It's a good question. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. I think it's like eight hundred, maybe. <whistles> so we're close to selling that one out. That's good. Um, obviously, so uh, last couple of weeks they have sold amazingly like we've shifted oh, so many tickets a bit bowled away by it to be fair and i've set myself a little target i've got a target of where i'd love lovers to get so if you can if you've not already grabbed your t- tickets come along like i say glasgow on the 15th 21st of october leicester bournemouth on the 22nd of october um brighton on the 23rd 24th of october is london um Norwich is the 26th, 27th is Guildford, that's selling really well, Um, Sheffield on the 28th, Cardiff on the 29th, Liverpool on the 31st, so if you couldn't get tickets for the Lowry show, Liverpool's probably the closest, it's only down the road, like half an hour drive, Newcastle on the 1st of November, Birmingham 2nd of November, so 800 capacity, we've sold 92% of tickets. So that's uh, that's go on yeah. the boys. Yeah, that at the minute is the biggest we'll be doing. But there's some that are close, like Northampton's close, Bradford's close, Bradford again only down the road really. But we, let's make this point very clear because there's some places, Norwich, London, that we sold amazing for in the first show, and they went so well. There's no way that people who went to those shows are thinking, I don't want to see those guys again. We were great. But oh yeah, yeah. But this is the, this is a brand new show. I just I just yeah, worry yeah. that people may think I've already seen it. No, it's no. like going to a stand-up show and then two years later, 
you go see that person well, again. Been, well, how long has it been? When was it's the last two year? years, yeah. No, it's year and a half. Twenty twenty one was when no, we went. The last show was last year in Newcastle, wasn't it? Well, yeah, but that was that was like an the extra. That was a little bonus show, yeah. But this we is finished July twenty one. Yeah. No, no July 22. 22. Yeah. So it's been a good year. We've we've got the whole new show. A little bit very different actually in that, you know, this is going to be more a bit like the podcast sharing your stories. Of course, if you come into the show and you've not yet shared your story, head over to the website, twomrpspodcast.com, where you can uh, share your stories there and obviously get your tickets if you've not already. So uh, just to finish off, Birmingham on the 2nd of November, the Salford Show's the 3rd, 4th of November's Bradford, and then the 5th of November last show is in Northampton. Um, so yeah, so part of it in the build-up is, you know, we've got some people with the promoters doing a bit of PR, getting us interviews here, there and everywhere. And Adam got interviewed by Phil, Phil Trow, Phil Trow, Phil Trow, Phil Trow, BBC Radio Manchester. And a couple of things, a couple of things. Number one, the level of disrespect you gave to my rugby ability was (laughs) an absolute joke. I knew you'd love that. You downplay it. I was part of a, I was part of a poorer team. You, you. (laughs) The you, reason, you, the reason for the you go team. on like you're better, but you were just in a better team. No chance. And yeah, but you don't get player of the season, player of the tour of Australia for being like the best, like you're the best player of a. You good got team. to go to Australia. We didn't even get a get a tour because you were a rubbish team. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the Aussies were like, uh, no thanks, mate. Uh, <laughs> that, that, I wasn't impressed with that. They've played thirty, lost thirty. The, I'm not interested in that. The second thing was. He had a little quiz or something, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. And it was like, what does this stand for? And it was EBF5. EBF5, and it can be, it can just stand for like any famous piece of work, any famous building or anything. The funniest thing was when I heard him say it. I want the truth here now. You did not know. No, I kept thinking, please don't ask me that. Because I, I, like, you know, for the whole time, because all I kept thinking was like, right, focus on what you, you know, you're planning to say. And then when he was just like, anyway, answers to the riddle or whatever, and he was just like, EBF5, let's ask this, you know, the school <laughs> staff member. And I was thinking, please don't. Yeah, yeah. I think I actually said, please don't. <laughs> and then um, he gave me many a clue. And, I, and, and then I even got the name wrong, did I? Because I said Edith Brighton. Oh, my and God. And it's Eden. E- Enid. Enid. Enid Blighton. He Enid did, Blighton. Yeah, so, but I think I got away with that. I think he, he was like, yeah. And then he was, and then I was going, and, and the thing is, because who was it? Was it was it Jamie Littler we interviewed years back? And wasn't he illustrating for those books or the re-release of those Possibly books? Possibly the something, look, something about that. I remember him mentioning Eden Blighton. And <laughs> I was like... And then he was trying to give me so many clues. So it was Enid Blyton, and then it was like F5, which everyone listening to this will know as the Famous Five, because mm. she did Famous Five, Secret Seven. Yeah, yeah. I used to like the Secret Seven, uh, but you could not get the word famous. I was saying fantastic. Fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> Fandavidozy. <laughs> it was so... It was, it was, oh, it was tough. And the funniest thing was, because I'd put my phone onto... Do not disturb because I didn't want it going off. You couldn't. couldn't No, as soon as as soon as the interview is over, I've had about five messages going famous, 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 famous. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh god! But But apart from that, 
It was it was decent. Yeah, he did it? all right. He did okay. I'm just yeah. glad you listened to it. I even yeah. got a. Me- Can you believe this, to Mr. P's listeners? I actually got a message from ICT saying, "Listen to your interview. Well done." Yeah, there we more go. Words than, more words for that than that. Trying to keep you on the side because we've got to spend the next three weeks with you. Yeah, lucky you. <laughs> lucky me, God. Three weeks with me uh, while people are going, you're better looking than I realise. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make his head any bigger. Run! He's having a run! When he comes to having a run, he's the Kevin Durant of runs. Uh, right, so it's been uh, quite a busy couple of weeks. I'll get my rants out of the way, guys. I'll get my rants out of the way because it's just been non-stop. Um, obviously, we had the Tory Party conference last week. Yeah, yeah. Absolute. I mean, here's the thing for me. I Did know you see so- the top loader played like... No, um, down in my estimations there. Someone, I saw someone, so Top Loader, obviously, One Hit Wonders, did Dancing in the Moonlight. I think, was that a Sainsbury's advert back in the day? And it was, that's why it got so big. No, I think it was after, it just got was big because it, it was that? an absolute it was, tune. It was a big tune, yeah. And then someone, I saw on Twitter, like, Top Loader played the Conservative Party, like, opening uh. ceremony or whatever it was. And then someone, someone said, I've always hated Top Loader, but didn't have a reason why. Thank you for this reason. Yeah. Um, I, the, the thing for me is, like, the, when, when I go on social media, obviously, I, it, it doesn't take long for you to realise the way I lean politically. But I just really struggle to get my head around how anyone can still think they're the best option the for way. this country. It's just so... But obviously, there's been announcements about education. The first one being that Gillian Keegan said she's going to ban mobile phones. Oh, I did see that, yeah. Yeah, so she said that first. Now, uh, I can guarantee I'd put, I'd put my house on the fact there's not a single school that doesn't have some sort of mobile phone policy mm-hmm. already. Yeah. So a little bit late to the party. I mean, when did you get your first mobile phone? Me personally. You personally. Uh Oh, God, I don't know, Nokia 3310? I'm saying mid-2000s, mid-2000s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's only taken, what, uh, 20 years to get get them on board with that. But then she said it's not even compulsory. So that's a complete and utter waste of, of... She's then going on about attendance. What was the solution for improving attendance, do you think? And it's on the same lines of, we've all had mobile phones for 20 years and only now is she... Uh, imp- like attend like uh, prizes. No, I didn't. I didn't actually see. Take any the of register this. electronically. Shut up. Seriously, it's just. It's just. Oh, hey, Gillian. Sims called. They. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're asking you to shut your pie hole. Yeah, that's only been di- been happening for I don't know the past decade. Well, yeah, the long. The, honestly, the whole time I've worked in schools, which is over ten years now, electronic. There's never. I can't remember. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, yeah. It was always electronic, yeah. Um, so that, and then and then obviously the news over the weekend where someone in the Department for Education miscalculated the budgets, which has now led to something like a £350, a £350 million deficit, which will equal, be equal to like nearly 60000 per secondary school and 12000 per primary less money. A year? Well, for maybe next year I think just because someone couldn't calculate now I remember when Rishi said we all need to do maths up until 18 mm. and we were like yeah alright Rishi 
Turns out that was just specifically for his department for education. And if that person would have just had the phone, they could have used the calculator. Uh, I mean, it's just... Uh, now, I'm not one for conspiracy theories, right? But it would not surprise me because they knew that they'd made this error in September, didn't announce it till after the Tory party conference. I've got a... I've got a uh, look, this is me with my tinfoil hat on, which I rarely do. It would not surprise me if this is done accidentally on purpose to not fund the pay rise from the strikes last year. It's a big, I'm, I'm big putting statement. it out there. Now, the other thing is the other one that we've there's not more. talked about. There's, there's even there's so much that's gone on in just a week. Um, I'm not even going on Ofsted yet. Did you hear about the DFE keeping files on people? Yes, I saw this on your socials. Yeah, yeah. So if you've not heard this, basically... There was a, I apologise if I don't get this 100% correct because there was loads about it, but a couple of speakers, you know, keynote speakers, trainers, similar to myself, were asked to do keynotes at an EYFS conference that was either being funded by or uh, put on by the DFE. Then mm-hmm. the DFE turned around and said they didn't want those people speaking because those people have been outspoken against... The, you know, don't yeah. agree with the DFE. So then these people did a sort of freedom of information request and found that the DFE have sent emails about them and sort of named them in files right. as people who, you know, don't agree with them and we need to keep a closer... And we're not just talking what they've said on social media. We're talking, like, personal tweets and stuff. Now, I get that, obviously, anything you put out online is there forever, but it's just a bit weird. So <laughs> I did a little meme from Bruce Almighty. Yeah, that was good, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like when the... Because uh, I was umming and ahhing about whether to put the request in to see if they've got anything on me. Got anything on you? They've got dartboards <laughs> with your face. I up. was saying, I reckon my file is probably as thick and as big as, as your medical, medical record. I knew you were going to say my medical record. <laughs> so, um, well, really, as, as surely the podcast, will, surely like something about they, the pod will they, be in there because you think about through COVID as well. Yeah, but they they um, tried to sponsor the podcast, if you remember. Yeah, no, no, I know that, yeah. I know, so... And I hope that everyone knows that we were offered, we've known we've spoken about it before, but we were offered decent dough. I know. And I know. we said nay. We are bud men. Rock. Rock. Yeah. Um... So I was on an because I think I'm not really that bothered. I don't think if 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 it ever has stopped me being asked to do a keynote anywhere, it's obviously something I've not known. It's obviously been, but then I'm always thinking I've made the request. By the way, you have. I have made the request, so we'll see what happens. But now I'm worried. What if it comes back and there's just absolutely nothing? We're like, only interested in names. <laughs> it's just like who's this guy? Who is this? What's Joker? that Johnny Cash song? There's a man going around taking names. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they just—we don't even give him the time of what day. Why are you worried about that? We've Joker. not got anything on Lee Parkinson, <laughs> but Adam Parkinson's been highlighted for his Boris Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Last couple of things. Um, you know, I'm not a massive fan of Ofsted. What? Uh, yeah. Believe it or not. So. See what? Amanda Spielman, right? Who's the head of Ofsted mm-hmm. is on her way out right she's leaving a new right. guy's coming in will things change only time will tell right but we're all thinking man kid <laughs> we're yeah, all we're we've all back. got our inner man kid thinking yeah. will things change 
Doubt it. Um, so, for, since, since obviously everyone got back after COVID, every teacher in every school has noticed the impact COVID has had on some of our pupils, yeah. right? From everything. Obviously, attendance, um, you know, send needs, mm-hmm. speech and language, uh, behaviour being yeah. a massive one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we, we've recognised this, and it's not just COVID. There's loads of issues, but COVID's definitely a factor mm-hmm. and has uh, exacerbated things, so to speak. But the feedback I've had from a lot of schools who have had Ofsted recently is that they will not accept COVID as an excuse. Yeah. Like you cannot blame COVID for anything. Um, but then at the weekend, Spielman has turned around because she's on her way out and gone, yeah... Uh, I think COVID has had an impact on all these things. It is... It's classic spiel from Spielman. (laughs) It's just... Honest to God, it is just so frustrating. Because uh, we say it every year. Whenever we do this podcast, we always say this first half term is just so ridiculously hard. But this year... (laughs) This is every year. It is every year, but it has been getting worse. It has been getting worse. Like I think the one thing for me that I'm noticing a lot Right. Obviously, workload is continuing to, you know, isn't getting any easier, so to speak. But the thing that I think is really affecting a lot of teachers at the minute is behavior. Right. Behavior is a massive issue. Mm. Right. You know, not just low level disruption. I'm hearing about teachers being physically assaulted. There's just a lot going on. And there's a lot of factors for that. You know, um, obviously, COVID is, is, is one contributing factor. I also think, you know, this, this responsibility on some parents. Mm. So I saw a video on TikTok. I've seen this video of this dad having a go at a teacher because she, she, the teacher wouldn't allow the child to have juice. I've not seen the video. No. So in your school, what are children, are children allowed juice? Uh, no. No, they're allowed water. Water, yeah. Water, right. Unless yeah. in like... Um very certain circumstances yeah. yeah so same in our school it's just a blanket water why uh oh now you're putting me on the spot i feel like i'm on bbc radio manchester again it, well you're talking about <laughs> famous uh there's there's numerous factors yeah uh, obviously sugar yeah uh there could be like what's the word where people are intolerant you know other other children allergies, allergies. Um, and obviously, some children are unable to have it, and you know, fair kind of. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I might be wrong it's, there. It's a I rule that, that I think every school's got in place that no one restricts children from having access to fluids. Fluids, but the blanket rule is water only, mm. because how are you supposed well. to? How are you supposed? Well, yeah, but how are you supposed to monitor when the children say I've got juice that it's actually juice? And if if so, all of a sudden you let juice go. What's going to be next? A child Alka Pops. I wasn't going to go there, but I I was thinking like, oh yeah, this is definitely orange juice. Oh, prime. It's a prime. It's an orange juice. It's this, that, and the other. It's a monster. Yeah. It's like the same sort of thing. One of the things that winds me up more than anything else is the amount of newspaper articles you see where a parent will say, my child's got detention for... uh, not wearing school uniform, right? And it's like, why is that getting any sort coverage. of coverage? Why the newspapers still, even though it's a rule, right? 
you are going to a school, the school has rules to reflect that in adult life, there are rules to follow, mm -hmm. right? Different rules, don't get me wrong, but there are rules to follow. Schools having uniform rules is nothing new, yet year in, year out, there's always the sun or some of a scummy newspaper going, child sent home because skirt was this, that, and you know, or shoes were trainers or whatever. And it's like, it, it's not a new thing. It's not like the school's suddenly turning around going, oh, um, by the way, we're just going to introduce the, they've been there forever. Why, why can't parents just respect the rules to show the children that there are certain rules in life you have to follow? Mm. Do you know what I mean? I, I find no, I it, get it. I find it so bloody. I just don't get going back to that Ofsted. That's, it's, I mean, you always talk about, and I, I don't get like political on this or, or talk too much because I don't have the information, the backing of knowledge. But it's like. That thing of like, you know, the whole time, oh, you can't use COVID as an excuse. And then suddenly coming out and going, could be COVID actually. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the equivalent of taking a massive dump, not wiping and then going, why do I keep having to use Sudocrem? It's because you didn't wipe your arse. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Hello. <laughs> Dumbass. It's just, like, I just don't get it. I mean, listen, I'm as, I'm as stupid as they come, but it's just like. I, I thought you were going with. It's like having a massive dump, not wiping your ass, and then thinking, why do I stink? <laughs> <laughs> but I love the fact that you've gone, got a rashy yeah. ass again. Why am I chafing? But anyway, it's been, a, it's been a, yeah, mad couple of weeks in the old educational world. So I hope I've been able to catch you up with all the, uh, all the breaking educational news. It doesn't mean I cheat. It's the time of the week. It's not plagiarism, because I reference my source. Uh, and for something slightly different, a little thread, right? You know my weekly yep. little threads? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've covered this <coughs> before, but I'm going for it again. What is your most hated movie cliche? Right. Right. Just explain so, that a bit more. Uh... You know, so uh, things that happen in a movie that just wouldn't ever happen in real life. Right, I've got one. Right, go on. Straight off the bat, right? I don't like it when two characters, something's happened to two characters, then they've completely changed location and they're getting out of a lift and they've just started talking about it. <laughs> Wait, Do you know what so, I mean? So, so, yeah, so imagine me and you are walking down the street in a movie. Right, and we you're see, walking a we bit see, weird because we of the pseudocrem. Yeah, we see, yeah, I'm chafed to the high heavens. And we see like... And you basically say to me, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm full of pseudocrem. Yeah. Right, we then enter a lift. Yeah. And then it opens up again. And then you go, why are you full of pseudocrem? <laughs> yeah. It's like, what have you been doing that whole time? Or that you bump into a, you know, or you see an ex-girlfriend and you're just like, oh my God. And then suddenly you're in a different location like... Why did you duck down just then? Yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. well, it's been ten minutes. We've walked to this coffee shop. Yeah, that's one for me. Right, and we, I know I know one that we touched upon a while back was just just plain and simple drink driving. Like so many people in programs and shows, uh, uh, movies, will go and have like a beer and then like a double, and then they'll just be like, "Anyway, we're gonna hit the hay," and yeah, then just get in the car the, and yeah. drive. And I'm just like, surely not. 
That might be American. Right. When the driver of a car keeps their eyes focused on the passenger for an entire conversation without looking at the road. Yeah, that's annoying. Which I do in my Tesla now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this baby will take care of itself. Yeah. The slasher movie villain who's never really dead. Yeah, Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees. Yeah. I think the whole, I think you could do the whole thing about this for horror movies. It's just kind of like, what I don't get is, there's a front door there. You could go out to all the oh, neighbours. And they always run. Yeah, because we get run into up, the season, aren't we? We're getting towards Halloween. They run upstairs and lock themselves in a bedroom that's easily got into. They can't then get out the door, uh, the window. And it's just kind of like... You, you deserve you, it. You're killing yourself, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to be that stupid? Yeah. Um, when digging a hole to bury a body, the hole always has perfectly vertical sides. Anyone who's ever dug a hole knows this is impossible. <laughs> I've never, know, I've never thought about that one I'd before. I'd be slightly worried about the person who's, who's <laughs> digging holes. Yeah. I've had to stand the bodies upright. When the protagonist doesn't do that anymore and the movie requires his expertise because he's the best, so he ends up doing the thing he swore never to do again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went to watch uh, I went to watch Expendables 4 oh. the other day. Now, I'm a big Expendables fan. Love the first <laughs> Couldn't three. Couldn't have guessed. Love the first three, but Expendables 4 was was really tough. It was tough to watch. Did it have this in it? Because this is a good one. A character intentionally cutting their palm when they need blood, wrapping a basic bandage around it, and then being fine for the rest of the movie. That would hurt, and your hand would pretty much be unusable, unusable for weeks while it heals, hopefully not leaving a nasty scar, which limits movement for the rest of your life. Wow, so in-depth. But it's true, though, isn't it? Uh, what about this one? A teacher says, Today we'll be talking about the Civil War and the bell rings as the students file out of the classroom and write a two-page essay about Abraham Lincoln. Like, lady, read a single article on lesson plan and time management. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, there's so much school stuff that you can say, can't you? Like, when it, in terms of, like, all the kids in the classroom on their own, yeah. all sat on tables, like, flicking paper, and then suddenly the teacher comes in, like, right, settle down, guys, and then suddenly they're all in the seats. The Hollywood hang-up, a character hangs up the phone without saying goodbye or ending the conversation in a natural way. <laughs> Uh, when the villain is about to win but decides to keep talking to the protagonist, giving them the time to do something or be rescued by someone else, that annoys me so much. That's another <laughs> That's another cliche as well. Is and, and this was highlighted when I watched John Wick 4. It's like, you've got, obviously John Wick is, is a sick guy and he's amazing. But then you've got all of these paid professional hitmen who fire hundreds of bullets and not one of them not catches one of them Wick. Hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, someone hacking something on a computer they just press a ton of random keys and goes I'm in yeah yeah. (laughs) I don't know anything about hacking but it's definitely not that the (laughs) the that's true it's my last mission can't wait to see my wife and baby girl then immediately dies in a dramatic way yeah a lot of these are true they happen in loads of films one guy fighting off ten guys and instead of them all attacking him at once, they wait their turn to be defeated. <laughs> all the ones where it's just like three of them attack one guy and then one gets done in and the other two just look at each other and yeah, just run yeah, off. Run. When a character walks into a bar and orders a beer or whiskey, 
You need to state state the type of beer, buddy. <laughs> I'll just have your typical beer. Have you ever walked... I don't think... You always say, like, oh, I can have a pint of Madri or can I have a pint yeah. of Stella or... You never go, like, oh, a pint of beer. Because yeah, they, they just, just go, like, which one? <laughs> we, have, we, we have a lot of beer. <laughs> Would you like a lager, yeah. a stout, yeah. or a uh, smooth? <laughs> yeah, a stout. Uh, the pregnant woman going from fine to active labour in five seconds. The hero landing. This has been overused in so many movies. Watch any superhero and you'll see, superhero movie and you'll see it. The running to catch someone to tell them I love them before they leave. Cliche in rom coms. I think as well is is when now I don't know about you, but you know, like in certain rom coms and stuff, you, I don't know. The woman will wake up in the morning and she'll be completely dolled up. Doesn't yeah. happen. Kissing in the morning. Doesn't, oh, doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. You've got morning Kim breath. Kim don't want no Donna. Yeah. Don't want no dog, Donna dog breath. Oh, don't. I, I'm very careful. I've always said this. <laughs> and everyone who comes and sees the tour will know. You will never catch the other Mr. P with bad breath. I always talk about that kid at primary. Was rumoured to have green fumes coming out of his mouth when he, when he breathed. Because his breath was that bad. Really? Like some out of Ghostbusters. Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll make our way through the air ducts. No, you won't. Can't support the weight of a human. <laughs> These are just people in certain professions. I don't know, though. It does open your eyes. Using miscommunication as the main cause of a drama in a rom-com before the inevitable makeup in the third act. That annoys me sometimes, where like people just don't say stuff. Rom-coms. Yeah, but rom-coms are rom-coms. I mean, you either love them or you don't. I'm actually watching it. What are you watching at the minute? First episode of the Beckham documentary yesterday. Yeah, I'm two apps in. Love it. Uh, yeah, it's great. Um, started watching Blue Lights on BBC. Oh, yeah. Not seeing it. Because we went to Belfast. Uh, of course, I didn't even tell you. I've been, we didn't even rec- record an episode after Belfast, did we? I'm really gutted. We're not doing another show in Belfast. But I did I did a training day there and we um, we stayed over. Had a had a decent night out in the cathedral quarter. But we went for a meal with some of the staff. Uh, the night before and they were going on about blue lights being it's really good actually and then I found out that a lad I went to school with is going to be directing the next season that's cool yeah yeah. well I'm watching High School Musical the musical the series (laughs) with my daughter but it turns out yeah right yeah right that it's just me dad do we have to watch this we're watching it (laughs) Settle down. <laughs> um, but it was that, and, and to be fair, I don't know if anyone, any listeners have, have watched High School Musical, Probably the musical, not. the series. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like nearly through the first season, and I, I do really enjoy it. Um, and a few of the, you know, sing like Olivia Rodrigo's in it. You know, like the famous, she's a famous singer now. Like oh, she's just, I'm just so out the loop. Give well, me a song. She sings. The, a driving license. How's it go? Oh, I don't know. See, I don't know. Oh, that one, that good for you. Good. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Right, oh, yeah. yeah. That one, yeah. Oh God, and then, you, are, you have gone so toned down. No, no, no. It's not. Hey, I didn't because I went out and did karaoke <laughs> on Friday and I proved. Oh, I proved that I've still got it. All different genres. Did anyone video well. it? No, I said no videoing. Right. Well, this um, is this is why. If someone would have videoed that and you'd have watched it the day after, you definitely wouldn't. Have I did the same do that attitude. at my works too when I did Fever. I did it when I did Maggie May on. The only problem birthday. was with the Fever one. It was just obviously the clothes were, co- were coming slightly off, and <laughs> I didn't want to see that. But um, but it was just a my bit. My 
It was just a bit in High School Musical, the musical, the series before where I was proper, I was cringing a bit. I was thinking, oh, it's so cheesy. They were all like, basically, the drama teacher was potentially getting sacked and the, all these kids who were in the musical got together. And then they were like, um, does anyone actually have a plan about how we're going to help Miss Jen? Right? And then these guys just looking around at each other, ones that don't like each other. And then one guy just goes like, I'm pretty annoyed at Miss Jen because she's potentially stopped this musical from happening. And <laughs> this this group of people, they're like, and then this girl just looks at him and goes like, family? Oh. And I was like, oh, God. Oh. But I love it. <laughs> Any reference to family? It's like when people, if you work somewhere, and that's a nick for me, if you work somewhere and they refer to it as a family. Oh, just one like, big happy family. No, no. No, We're right. Just one big happy family. Uh, dilemma time. Help me, I have a dilemma. It's causing more pain than a vinegar enema. Help me, please, I need you too. Mr. the piece of help from you, please. This week's dilemma. Now, here we go. Uh, just, just, just. A, a quick catch-up on a previous dilemma. Okay. Hello. You told my dilemma story on the pod last week about my pregnancy. Do you remember? Ooh. It was the one where she had a friend who wasn't really much of a friend anymore and she didn't know where to yes. start. Yes. So just so you know, I told her about three days before I told everyone else face-to-face and her reaction was, oh, nice, that's great, but in the most plain tone possible. Didn't know why I bothered. Thought I'd feel better as I had avoided a potential conflict as she would have booted off as she had felt she should know before others, but in reality, she wasn't asked anyway. She never asked me anything about the scans, appointments, or anything when I had to go for them. I've completely distanced myself from her and don't intend to have anything to do with her when I'm off on maternity. Love the pod, keep it up! (laughs) (laughs) Well, all the best in your pregnancy. Um, but I mean if you take it back to that dilemma a few weeks ago if people remember it I'm pretty sure we said don't worry about telling her bin her off she doesn't sound great anyway yeah yeah which just goes to show guys we're here to give you the best advice so yeah but if that member of staff's coming to a show uh, cheers for buying a ticket yeah yeah (laughs) so it was the last week of spring two and it had been the longest five week half term ever after the seven week spring one I know that we should have been grateful, but the truth is, with farm trips, snow days, Mother's Day celebrations, pupil progress, and twilight meetings, etc., we were well and truly on our knees. Anyway, in the final week, RTAs had been even more fabulous than they usually are and kept our early years unit running, making Easter cards and picking up the slack whilst we were buried under paperwork that needed to be prepared for pupil progress meetings. My colleague and I decided that they needed a treat, so we decided to buy them some flowers to say thanks for being amazing. On my way home from work that evening, I went to the local supermarket to pick some flowers and a few other bits. I took said items to the self-scan checkout, scanned everything, swiped my loyalty card, paid and left. Or so I thought. The next morning, I logged on to my internet banking and noticed there was no payment to the supermarket I had visited. It slowly began to dawn on me that I had forgotten to pay. I was mortified. After scanning my loyalty card, I must have simply picked up my items and strolled out the shop. I have never stolen anything in my life. I was then faced with a moral dilemma. Do I go back to the supermarket, 
admit what had happened and pay for the items, or simply forget the incident had ever happened and deny all knowledge. What would you do? I know what you're going to say. Right, what's that? <laughs> just just enjoy your life. Yeah, sack it up. <laughs> I mean, listen, have I accidentally not paid for a crate of Dots Pepper Zero? The answer is yes. <laughs> right, we got him. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but to genuinely, I, I've gone back to the car and been like, oh my God, I didn't even take these out of the trolley. Like, because it was piled on and yeah, bags yeah. and stuff. And I was just like, oh my God. And then sometimes it's a bit like, I say, you know, it's a bit of a walk back. <laughs> even though you parked in the parent child, it's like, a bit of a mooch back. Um, I, listen, the teaching assistants there, by the way, sound absolutely incredible. Like yeah, teaching yeah. assistants yeah, everywhere. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, really, it's not your job to pay out of your pocket because that's not what the TAs are doing it for. So, you know, let Tesco have this one. Even though it probably what made wasn't you think Tesco. It was Tesco. No, because he said loyalty card. But then I'm thinking he'd be playing a smart game. <laughs> they don't want to get no like yeah, Aldi yeah. don't have a loyalty like loyalty card. Well, you got nectar at Sano's. Plus, you're not going Sano's for TA gifts. No. I mean, listen, you know, teachers are not made them. Who has to have a loyalty card? <sighs> no, I don't I'm think they sure. do. They? Maybe they have some, don't just, they? Just. Just you just tap your bum, don't you? Yeah, and then you get and your, you, you say as the prize. Yeah, um, I wouldn't worry about it. I just no. think, I just think, look, those companies. I tell you what, here we go. If they've decided to put self-service checkouts in, right, that is so they can replace people on the tills. So there's going to be someone sat there who used to work on the till mm. that is now longer no working at that store. They're not working there because they've got self-service checkouts. So, if supermarkets are going to do would, that, they never use to tell me to remove item from bagging area. I know they just used to say, oh, I hate those right. self checkouts. Yeah, I hate as well those ones with the cameras. So when you're buying those donuts, you look in the camera and you see your turkey, <laughs> and you're just like, I, should I be buying these? You look up like, oh, the damage is done. <laughs> yeah, the, I, I hate the you know where you put it in and then it goes unexpected. Oh, oh for God's sake! I hate that. So listen, pay it forward. So just take it as a little bit of a W, you know. I mean, we're not we're not telling people to just start taking stuff <laughs> from supermarkets. Like we do work in schools. Like we want honesty. We want if that was a child at oh, our yeah, school, yeah, yeah, yeah. go back and be honest. Like I always, I remember finding a wallet on the floor, and there was twenty bones in it. Right, this is true story. I don't think I've ever said this. It was near our our old house or my current house, and I found a wallet on the floor. And there was twenty quid cash in it, and this was at the, this was when I was about fourteen. Right. So twenty quid at that point was massive. Think about the Freddos. Think probably, about the probably bottles. worth about fifty now. Yeah. So twenty bones, and I was a bit like, oh, don't know what to do. Could just take the twenty bones, leave the wallet. But I, I, you know, in the wallet was a driving license, whatever else. So I end up getting somehow house phone rang, and I just said, oh, I found your wallet on the floor. I'm sure, it was a guy called Thomas. Yeah. Anyway, the guy goes, oh, what address are you? So obviously dad was there with me because, you know, could have been anything. It could have been a someone someone trying to take me, but then saw me and were like, do you know what? Keep the wallet. Uh, <laughs> so then he rocks up, right? And my dad went, tell you what, Adam, for that honesty, I wouldn't be surprised if he gave you the 20 quid. He'll just be glad to get his wallet back, right? He yeah. gets his wallet, gives me a quid. 
<laughs> one quid that he'd clearly got from his sticky little inner cup holder in his car. <laughs> a dirty little quad. And I was thinking, you bell. I should have <laughs> kept the 20 bones. Yeah. Well, we want to make it clear what the two Miss P's are not doing here is endorsing people to start taking things from the self-check no. out. But then at the same time, listen, it, it, I'm sure yeah, you're but not the, the reasons first are good. the last... The reasons are good. Oh yeah, a teacher tired. It happens. You you had every intention. Look, is it gonna is it gonna make a massive dent in in the? I personally as well. I just wouldn't shop there for a while. <laughs> so when I used Your to work, your picture might be up. When I used to work at um a, a well known shop that we, we well, if you've listened to the podcast, you know when we were next. When I worked in the office. Oh yeah, and we used to cast the tills up. I know what you're There was a manager who used to always take a quid or two and just go and get everyone drinks. Me and my mate at Next, I have to be absolutely honest with you. <laughs> Listen, this is, this is a bit of a confessional. Mr. Let's... Mr. Next is going to come after yeah. you. <laughs> you're Next. Um, me and my mate used to just Adam slag... Parkinson, 215. Adam Parkinson, 215. Adam Parkinson, 999. Um, I used to take a little 50p. You know, someone would pay me and I'd take a little 50p. Those cold cans of Five Alive, yeah, in the in the staff room were outrageous. And the funny thing so is, if your mate, if your mate, if your mate was on the, if your Although mate was get, on the would, till, would, would next make money from the vending machine? I remember when Slev used to be on the till. I used to look at Slev and be like, Five Alive, and he'd go, yeah, and he'd just take a quid, and then that'd be it. But at the end of the day, next to rolling in it, and yeah. I shop at next a lot now. Oh, the I fits know. are great. <laughs> Um, right, so we hope we've solved uh, we've uh, we've solved Please that dilemma. Please, no one steal, and then when you get arrested, going, but listen to this podcast. He said it'd be all right. <laughs> we'll be uh, we'll be named in the uh, in the court case. No, listen, don't beat yourself up about it. No, uh, and Tesco, to be honest, Tesco if won't be if losing you've sleep. Spent the time sending that dilemma. You've clearly not gone back, so forget about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just want us to tell you it's okay, and you know what, babe, we're giving it. <laughs> Um, right. Just, just, just before we move on, though, I mean, was she dabbling with Ferrero Rochers? Because we could be talking about a big bill. Lint, lint chocolate. I mean, if it's a couple of flowers and, you know. Flowers aren't cheap. No. But then I don't they, get flowers. But then they mate. die dead quickly. They really do. They really do. They really do. Um,. Right, I've got some. Uh, I've got some stories. I've got some. Or should I leave that. Well, yeah, leave them. I'll go to. Uh, well, I've got some. Um, I've got some just funny stuff. Like one kid, funny stuff that kids have said. Funny replies from um, kids, which is great. So enjoy some of these. I once heard kids with dicks. They hurt with words, not just sticks. They'll point out your sweaty pits. Make jokes about your saggy tits It's a burn, it's a burn The kid did a wicked teacher burn It's a burn, it's a burn The kid did a wicked teacher burn It's a burn When telling a reception child those are not nice words to use when he was swearing Well, my dad says much worse <laughs> Thanks Yeah, it's um, alright then pal one child, your boots? one child said to me, are you talking to me? It's just that your fringe has grown too long and I can't actually see if you're looking at me. <laughs> um, if you don't bring your PE kit next week, you're going to miss tennis. Uh, who's Miss Tennis? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
That's a nice picture of me. But why have I got green hair? Student. Because I haven't got a white pencil. <laughs> um, oh, I've got some others here. Uh, I, I got told by a child, you've got loads of grey hair. I'm not being rude. Anyone can see it. They just need to look at your head. <laughs> oh, God. This one's great. Um, teach Teaching the kids about riddles. I asked, what's over before it started? One child, your career. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Um, asked a reception child not to run in the corridor. He said, I'm not running. I'm galloping. <laughs> now giddy up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I used I used to joke to my class that I'm so old I was an ancient Egyptian and used the mysterious power of the pyramid every now and again to look young again. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> weird, weird. Weird flex. flex yeah. yeah. On one occasion, one of the year five pupils responded with, it's probably time you should see that pyramid again. <laughs> <laughs> Me, what part of don't run in the corridor do you not understand, pupil? Don't. <laughs> um, chatting to a new year seven. Called him Nick instead of Nicholas. Uh, miss, it's Nicholas, not Nick. I apologise. And as he walked off, he said, I don't do nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> that, that really uh, that really did tickle me, that uh, one. Um, getting really annoyed with one child. I said, come on, move. Do you think I have all day? Uh, now, miss, till about 3.15. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> right. Oh, I, think, I think I've I got think a couple on that same that thread. Be, uh... At lunch with year two, child, I don't like my pie. Me, why did you order it then? Child, I couldn't taste it on the picture. <laughs> Can't argue with that. <laughs> this is the one I've got. Two I've got. Uh, me to a younger child. So you didn't do your homework because, student, I had to take my fish for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just the best of it. Um, and then this is the last one from me. Me, does anyone have any ideas what onomatopoeia is? Student, miss, it's when you're on a mat on a pier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on a mat on a pier. That is fantastic. Uh. Took a pupil to the PTC. What's a PTC? Parent teacher conference. To the PTC after he insulted me. Me. X decided to sh- shout across the classroom that I was an effing old boot pupil. Ah, to be fair, miss, I never called you old. <laughs> <laughs> they don't be making stuff up. I, I've got a feeling that might, we might have said that one. I think we've had a similar one. Yeah, similar one, yeah. Similar one. Um, after thinking I was delivering an amazing introduction to a year eight class, I set them on task and one one kid said, Miss, what do you do for a living? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the moment of like, good question. Staring into the distance, good question. 
Uh, we were learning about the brain in primary six, year five equivalent in Scotland. And one of the pupils asked why the left side of the brain governs the right side of the body and vice versa. I told them that no one really knows. Most of what we know about the brain has been discovered relatively recently. So the clever folk were still finding things out about it. I then said, now I know boys and girls, you're all sitting there thinking that Mrs. Ellens is a fab, is fab and you just want to be like her. So you want to be a teacher, but don't be a teacher. Go out there and be a brain specialist. I was getting very animated at this point. Go and study the brain. Find out why that is and come back and tell me. And a wee voice delivered deadpan from the back of the room piped up. By that time, we'll... <laughs> By that time, you'll be dead. Hey, <laughs> you might be right. It's just the way that you were talking as the teacher then. So lovely, like, you know, don't be a teacher. Go and be... You know, go and research the brain. But in reality, it'd have been like, don't be a teacher. <laughs> go research your brain. <laughs> Trying to promote the importance of reading, I asked the year six class if they knew why I always read when I go to bed. One boy suggested, because you've not got anything better to do in bed. <laughs> oh, in bed? <laughs> Threw it in there. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I didn't think snapped him. Well, actually, I do, right? Yeah. I, <laughs> I get plowed on the regs, all right? Plowed. <laughs> um, not me teaching, but happened to my brother at 16, secondary school near the end of the year. His form tutor remarked, Can't wait to see the back of you, Joe. My brother quit back. Well, I'd rather see the back of me than the front of you. Ooh. Earn a week of detention. I had to turn around showing my backing bin like, hey, I'll take a good, take a picture, it lasts longer. <laughs> year six, five years ago, a cheeky little man at the end of the day with the whole class on the floor says, hey, Mr. A, tell me to stop being noisy. Naturally, I oblige and tell him to stop being noisy. He then proceeds to hold up an Uno reverse card oh. from his seat to my face for all to see. Boy, was there some delight by his, from his peers. <laughs> Uno reverse. I've had card. that in class, an Uno reverse. Um, when a student was asked to go into their class, she said, I need someone to drag me so it doesn't look like I'm going involuntarily. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, some of these are funny. Right. Uh, from my own child a few years ago, the morning, they had been in a whole school assembly about kindness. They said a prayer Lord, help us to be kind to our friends. At break time, my son hit another child very out of character. All right. <laughs> Is it? When questioned why, he said, I was testing to see if God was real. <laughs> if he was, I thought he would help me to be kind. I asked him to in assembly, but he didn't, so my hand hit the boy. <laughs> he was expecting a force field to stop him. <laughs> I mean, what an excuse. I mean, would he still get in trouble? Yeah, I was testing my faith. <laughs> well, to be fair, yeah. Uh, not a comeback as such, but when trying to sort out an incident in which N allegedly hit L, N, aged five, stated that I didn't see myself do it. <laughs> Just like, not lucky, like... <laughs> I was going to say this, right, because I've had <laughs> something happen recently which made me think of this and how, and I, and I swear I've touched upon something similar before, but do you know when you question children about stuff that's happened and obviously they're getting themselves caught in like a web of lies. Yeah. It's the when, it's the, it's the, you know, like say just plain and simple, 
there's been a bit of a to do on the playground and one kid's kicked another kid, right? Yeah. I would much prefer the kid to come over and be like, I was really wound up. You know, I didn't mean I didn't mean to hurt him. I, I've just kicked him. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. Hold the hands up. Deal with the repercussions. I can respect that, and I can be like, you know what? Fair play. You'll go a long way because you told yeah. the truth. You know, it's not like you you know go to self checkouts and just take the stuff. <laughs> uh, no, do you know. But it's when they come over and they look at you like you're an absolute piece of work, and they go, "Yeah, what?" And then they go, and then you finally get to the bottom of it. Yeah, the classic, and then they go. Wow. I mean, I hate that. Wow. And then they go, and then you go, you finally get to the point where it's like, everybody's seen it. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's seen it. And then they go, I accidentally kicked him. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, how did you accidentally kick something? It, it, it really, yeah. That, that winds me up when you see it yourself. When you as the teacher see oh, it. And I've just seen it with my own eyes and they're still defiant. Like, no, they didn't. No, yeah. you didn't. It's like I did. Yeah, like, you know. Uh, so that is, that is one of the biggest. Like, I mean, I I just love honesty. Like, you know, I don't. I work and I've worked for ten years with with different children and different behaviour issues, whatever it may be. And it's just a case of just like, if you're just honest from the outset. We can just we can deal with it. It's when the the they keep it going. I know, yeah. They keep it going. Like years Honesty ago. Honesty is the best. Years part, ago, it? there was there was magnets. I don't know if you've ever touched on this. There was magnets, right? It's like, uh, you know, those like magnet like um, science magnets. Red and no, blue no, they're, they're like magnets for your roof where you can hang displays off, oh, like right. little hook magnets, right? Okay. And this teacher it was going back years. This teacher had a box, right? And you order them from I don't know YPO or somewhere like that. And she had a brand new box of them. Now these are like gold dust. Like, you know, everyone hangs up the washing lines and stuff up. And, and then suddenly one kid, I mean, about how long ago? It's pre-COVID, years yeah. ago. And one kid had a pile of these things and the box, the brand new box was empty, right? Out of nowhere, yeah, the brand yeah. new box was empty. Yeah. He had a handful of these things and he was messing around under the table. So someone said, I think, I think Sammy as stole the magnets so i said i'll speak to him <laughs> so i go you got the magnets i've got some magnets yeah well you you can't you know you can't take them from school <laughs> i didn't take them i went but you've got them <laughs> yeah yeah i've got them. <laughs> it was honestly that is yeah yeah i went well, where'd you get them from <laughs> mum bought me i went your mum bought you the magnets <laughs> that we use on the roof in this school yeah where from b&m <laughs> I went, B&M don't do those magnets. Yeah, they do. But he was going. And you'd know. He was going. I was going, mate, I know the aisles off by art sunshine. Yeah. That's not going in between yeah. household items. and uh... Aisle two dish mics. Aisle three birthday cards. And I was going, so if I ring your mum now and say, did you buy Sammy these magnets that hang displays up in schools? She's going to say, yeah. And he went, yeah. He went, he was like, ring her. So I went, right. Do you know that classic, like, Right. Well, the problem is, you know that you're not going to get backed by the parents necessarily. This is the problem. So I was like, right, off I go. <laughs> off I go to make the call. And then literally one of his mates went, he took the box. 
<laughs> he took the box. I went, I don't took the box. The box is empty. You know, and then finally, after so long, he just went, yeah, I took him. <laughs> and I was just like, I've spent the whole afternoon on this. I was just like, just... Then the bell goes and you've got to say, write, write a two-page essay about Abraham Lincoln. Maybe that's what it is. I honestly don't get it at all. <laughs> Then oh I was trying God. to tell a staff member about what happened. And then we got in a lift and then we carried on the convo. <laughs> Driving home, just didn't yeah, look at the road. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, right, I've got a few more of these and then we'll wrap it up. I've got one little confession to finish the app. Me, only take what you will eat, please. I hate seeing food wasted. Pupil, well, we can see that, miss, by the size of your stomach. <laughs> Ouchie. That is brutal. <laughs> Um, uh, child coloured Henry VIII's face green me Daniel why have you coloured his face green who do you know with a green face Daniel Shrek I thought he was going to say you I thought he was going to be like you Shrek <laughs> a few years ago me playing flap uh, no me playing flappy birds on your iPad is not revising student I'm revising gravity. <laughs> <laughs> the way the students sounded. I'm revising gravity. Um, as a Christian youth worker, I went into a year nine RE lesson in a C of E secondary school. A student told me Jesus wasn't real. There's no evidence. So I suggested the four gospels. Same stories at times, but from different angles too. Well, there's seven Harry Potter books and he's not real. <laughs> Genius lad. Made me laugh. <laughs> what about this one? You can't make me do homework as my dad pays your wages. Oh, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'd give you double the homework. Oh, you'd have a two-page essay. Yeah. I supported a young man in English. He wrote a fantastic story about an alien called Zug, but there wasn't a single bit of punctuation in it. I said to him, it was very good, but could he now go back and think where he could put full stops? I told him I'd be back in five minutes. When I got back, he had written on the bottom of the story, Zug is allergic to full stops. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, a child said, you go, off, you, you go off track more than a four by four car. Did you ever have a teacher? Did you ever have a teacher where like the tactic of the lesson was to try and to get them to talk about other stuff? Like I remember our region burns... I failed theology oh, yeah, year yeah. Si uh, in upper six because we just used to get him chatting about absolutely stigmata. Yeah, yeah, stigma. You have spoke about this before, yeah. Yeah, I don't tend to do that. In, I don't. I don't know if it happens in class as much now. Oh, I, kids try and kids talk, ever met, ever kids met. try and talk to me about sport a lot. So did you watch yeah. United? And I'll be like, yeah. And then <laughs> move on. Yeah. At the moment, I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah, why? But then, no, but they'll just be like, talking about United at the minute, it's like, no, we're getting on with this maths. Yeah. I always remember my funniest. I don't, again, this is going way back. Like my first year at the school I'm at now, I always remember it was Love Island. It was the peak Love Island days yeah, yeah. as well, like the early, early series. And I, I just stumbled two lads, just two, two of the lads in year six were having a full blown convo about who they liked, who they didn't like, who they wanted voted off. And I was sat there thinking, these guys are making a lot of sense. <laughs> but then I was thinking, crap, we're in guided reading. <laughs> I used to love that. I, I, it's a shame you can't do it now. 
Ah, uh, never mind. Right, shall we finish with this? Uh, finish with this confession then. Yeah. Away, it looks like you got something to say. Maybe you flashed your boss or kissed your TA. Maybe a kid in class called you a name, so you mark down their grade. We won't promise not to laugh if you're a member of staff. Cleanse your soul and tell us all of your confessions. Hi, I have a staff room confession. Why do you change your voice for the confession? Do I? You just went, we got a confession anyway. All right. <laughs> no, no. Um, I like it. So, hi, I have a staff room confession that you might like. Please post anonymously if you share it. Nobody said her. <laughs> There's no name here. No, no. Um, that's the whole point. It is anonymous. So get to get to the website, share your stories. We were sat around the table in the staff room at lunchtime and someone said to the reception class TA, you might come across a pair of my glasses because I've lost some and I'm sure they're in reception class somewhere. The teacher looked sheepish and said, oh, they're in a drawer at my house. I found them, put them on and sent a picture to my partner and he really liked them. So I took them home. Role play at its best. Oh my God. <laughs> That's unbelievable. What other items could you do that That's, with? <laughs> That's the exact thing I was going to ask in an EYFS class. Little toy cars. Yeah. Little Hot Wheels. Oh. A little massage with a Hot Wheel. Yeah, just like... Uh, does anyone know where the water tray has gone out of reception? <laughs> well, I sent my partner a picture of it. <laughs> and we had thought, our own little wet play. We had play. our own wet play, yeah. <laughs> we even got the wet play box out. <laughs> well, I don't know what else you well, could do just be like, has anyone seen the Gruffalo hand puppet? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, uh, sorry, um... <laughs> my, my missus has got a thing for Julia Donaldson. Yeah. <laughs> She's got a thing for the purple wart on the what, end of his nose. Yeah. What a night. <laughs> I was the snail, she was the whale. Ooh, that- <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was no room on the broom. <laughs> oh, there was room, all right. <laughs> room for two, baby. <laughs> Uh, I do more jokes, but I don't know any more books. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. The highway rat. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, back in those town days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, super worm. <laughs> God, it's Donaldson filth. Uh, no, but we've just made her. Oh, brilliant. Right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, as always. Um, we really appreciate the support. We are just one week away from the live tour. So if you've not already got your tickets, please go to the website, twomistpeespodcast.com, where you can uh, you can buy your tickets, you can share your stories for the episodes and also for the live show. Join the Facebook group, follow us on the socials, and we'll be back next week after uh, the first show in Glasgow on Sunday. Yeah, going to be exciting. Nervous? Uh, no, I'm all right. I'll be... Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it because it's the first one and then we can yeah, yeah but hopefully if it all goes well I'll go home and make the Gruff Brothers child <laughs> <laughs> take care see ya